This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. I'm drunk. All right, uh, this is so awesome and probably the most Wisco article ever written in the history of mankind. Uh, sipping a brandy old-fashioned on a deck overlooking a pine-rimmed lake, the sun sending golden rays as it sets behind the trees on the other side. At Ishnala Supper Club on Mirror Lake. I'm getting very melancholy. I know. It's a no, be happy. Oh. It was a scene that played out in record numbers this year. The Supper Club, which is only open from April through October, sold a record number of old fashions this year. You want to guess how many old fashions Ishnala oh, sold this, even, this year? I didn't even see the number. Yeah. Oh, man. Was this a week, a month, or the whole season? The whole season. And they're open six months? Uh, oh, man. Take your time. Huh? All right, hurry up a little bit. Uh, well. That's it. You're dead I'm now. I'm going to say. That was a squid game. 200,000? Uh, no. Oh. You drunk bastard. <laughs> 93,738. Oh, I, I don't know why I thought it would be a lot more than that. Right. Uh, they were only closed one day during that whole period. So when you work out the math, 455 old fashions per day. <laughs> and they don't open till 4 o'clock. <laughs> nearly double the previous record of 52,000 in 2019. Nice. Could be a world record, too. Listen, they can only make brandy <laughs> so fast. Okay? Booze. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Around here, the town drunk is a person of great honor. Yeah, so if I remember right, they open at four, don't they? I think that I think that's right. And most uh, people tell you to be there at two, or you, or unless you want to have an appetizer at the bar, which I guess is okay. Right. But otherwise, uh, yeah, you need to be there. Uh, especially it gets later in the season. Everybody panics. Yeah, they want to see the fall leaves. And they get the yeah. Ishnala panic attack. Uh, owner Robert Prosser said they're currently applying for a Guinness World Record. It's a process that could take up to 16 weeks. One of Wisconsin's most popular supper club. Don't take reservations. Uh, it's a recipe that often leads to two-plus-hour waits on summer weekends. And, and parking lot rage. They have plenty of time to <laughs> sip a few old fashions, that's for sure. 40% of Ishnala's guests order an old-fashioned. Yeah, Whoa. it's. I mean, it's the supper club drink, right? So you're open like six, seven hours a day, and 40% of your crowd orders the same cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> How is that not 500,000? It's insane. That's impressive, though, given the limited limited uh, hours. And almost double what the previous record was. And limited Man, season. Man, we were busy. Yeah. We were busy. Six months, 90-some-odd. How many? Ninety-three I'm just ordering a boring old grasshopper. I suck. You do. Uh, Ishnala has been a supper club staple on the lake since 1953, before the land was surrounded uh, by what became a state park in 66. The building itself is even older, first built as a log cabin trading post in 1826. Super neat. Mm, fur traders. 
beaver pelt for cash. <laughs> so I hope they get their world record, man. That'd be awesome. Uh, the last time I was at Ishnala was last year. We went. It was later in the fall, and uh, we drove in, and uh, the cars were parked out. You know, the drive-in, the yeah. road, the road in. They were starting to park on that road, and I uh, turned right around and and uh, went to another place. <laughs> I was Ishnala triggered. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's no way. There's no damn way I'm sitting here for three hours. Troy texted in and said it's they next, waited four and a half hours yeah, to eat there in August. Nice problem, isn't it? If you're the if the owner of the restaurant. Let me work out these numbers. Four and a half hours. So that is six you know old fashioned. You, know, you know how drunk I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I would be so hammered. Oh my God. I guess just uh, if you want to enjoy the view, uh, pack some beef jerky snacks and and head down to the swing on the lower level and. Uh, have yourself an old-fashioned date. I guess so. It is beautiful, though. Oh yeah. It is. Uh, it is something. I mean, I you couldn't have drawn that up on paper any more better. I love the supper club part of Wisconsin. It's mm. just so rad. Yeah, that upper bar. It's it's rocking, man. It really is. It's now, a- don't kill me, but I've never been to Ishnala. Oh wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Have you ever? You've never. Uh, why don't you make that a destination spot? Uh, well, part of it, so if I go to a supper club, I'm going to be with my lady. Yeah. And she's vegetarian. Oh. There's usually not a lot of vegetarian mm-hmm. options mm-hmm. at supper clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not as special of an experience for her as it would be for you or I getting a prime rib or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, around this area, though, I have taken her to Toby's Supper Club. Love the Toby's. Also great, great old fashions. And key lime margarita, or not margaritas, uh, martinis. They ought to make a side of uh, Ishnala called Ish Tofu. And then have one of the rooms cater to you weirdos. The percentage of vegetarians in Wisconsin (laughs) is probably pretty low. (laughs) Uh, Usually, like, places have, like, a grilled cheese. Right, right, right. You know, something. Mm -hmm. But... To go and wait four and a half hours to get a grilled cheese. Yeah, I don't is... think they care if the, you t- no. if you yeah they uh, unfortunately it's fine. You're not the priority. Yeah, you're not the target demo. I just need to find I need to find a supper club date. That's what I got to do. Well, yeah. you yeah. should. Yeah, it's weird that you've only seen it. Um, you've clearly seen pictures of it. Oh yeah, clearly. And I see so many people posting when they're there. It's definitely. Uh, it's a destination spot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, boy, the, the agony of waiting. It's just, God, I just, I, and I know some people like it. I, I just, I know you can walk around and sit and have a drink, whatever, and do your thing, but it's like. You can't go there hungry. <laughs> or you're going to be hangry by unless, the time. Unless you're just going for cocktails. I mean, it's even hard to get up in that bar. Oh, up yeah. In, up in the, what do they call it? The crow's nest, whatever that thing's called. That's hard to do, too. But if you like, uh, you know, some people just like the experience of hanging out in the woods. Totally. And then you get a little food. The prize is a, a little food. Good morning. Good morning. Is, it, is this on? Yes. Hello. Dude, go to the phone. I'm at the phone. Come to the phone. Why are you? Come to the receiver. Well, I got to hang up, dude. We can't hear he you. He sounds so far away. Man, He's triggering. Uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> You're not adding to the program. <laughs> You're not adding to the program. So so we left uh, Ishnala and, and uh, my thing in the Dells. 
My thing is Del Bar. I know it is. It's just uh, the ambiance is uh, something pretty special. I I'm really drunk. I, I and like I need it. you now. But that wedge salad at Fields is pretty badass too. And their uh, their uh, wood fired pizzas at Fields are pretty nice. Good for you. I don't really go. Yeah, I was just saying the other day we were all driving around. I don't. The Embers is good. I had a steak over there a couple of years ago. We have. We didn't even do the Dells at all this summer. What? I know. Oh my lord. I know. And uh, everybody in the car was like, oh, "Whatever, we'll get there." <laughs> God, people drive from all over the place to come to the Dells. Well, it's like people that live, just in, like, live in Florida that don't go to the beach. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, but. I don't know. We go up there. It helps that there's a casino. Uh, but uh, if you're a gambler. But yeah, High Rock Cafe is one of our favorites. And, cool. eh, hey, I won't bore you. And then, uh, dude, showboat for maximum uh, drink for, for the professionals. Oh, dude, for sure. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Well done! <laughs> That's all you get, dude. That was it. They auctioned off Wilson. Wilson! The volleyball from Castaway that was uh, Tom Hanks' sexual companion. <laughs> I Wilson! Hey, I don't know how that hole got in that volleyball, but uh, probably looked pretty good after about three years on an island, wouldn't it? Better than your rough, calloused hands. There's no lotion on this island. <laughs> Wilson! Uh, the Wilson Volleyball. Oh, I mixed, I missed my whole uh, yeah. idea why I was doing this. Well, how much do you think it auctioned off for? The Wilson Volleyball from Castle. $250,000. Ooh. $308,000. that was close. So there close. it is. Just take a look. Yeah. Looks pretty familiar, doesn't it? Wilson the Volleyball. Yeah. Wilson! The ironic thing is my real dentist is... Mr. Spaulding. I always liked that line. It made me giggle. Remember that? No. Yeah. I don't know how you remember all of well, these lines. Well, he was talking to Wilson the volleyball, but then he goes, my... And, and Spaulding's the one that took his wife. Married his wife when he got home. Son of a bitch. You don't remember this, but I... Wilson! Before I started... Drilling your wife at a different kind of drill... Uh, I was your dentist. I did some molar work. I'm Mr. Spaulding. Ron Spaulding. <laughs> I try to talk like uh, Tom Hanks did because he had that bad tooth. Yeah. And he said, The weird thing is, my real dentist is Mr. Spaulding. And his tooth wrapped up in a seaweed. I remember. Uh, seaweed. I remember that part. Seaweed poultice. Three hundred and eight thousand uh, dollars. Wilson went for it. not. Who got it? Was it a private I, yeah, buyer? Yeah, say they're they're mostly weirdos that do it online. <laughs> you never they never come out because they're strange looking people. Yeah. Yep. They hide in the shadows and look at their movie memorabilia. So so the movie lied. They did find Wilson when he floated off. Oh, spoiler! <laughs> How dare you? You saw the movie, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, and for some reason, I was mad at his wife. Oh, for remarrying? Yeah, and it's stupid. Well, five years. I know. 
What are the odds? I I can't control my feelings about it. I and I was mad at myself for being mad at her. <sighs> I mean, if my wife uh, got lost on an island and five years went by, I think I try to. I think I try to marry my dentist. I think she's married though. She's kind of crazy, but I she I think I could marry her. I would. <laughs> you're calling your dentist crazy on fifty thousand watts. No, good crazy. She's got energy. I think I'd go Can't after wait my. Wait till your next I might, appointment. I might go after my dentist. My dental office is full of chicks. It's all females, top to bottom. So I guess if my wife got lost on an island, I'd go trolling over at the dental office. Here's something, dude. What? Jesus well, God. I got to think of me. You're gonna go trolling at the dentist office and then at Cheesecake Factory. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's true. Oh, Dr. Jana, I love you. Sometimes women just want to be left alone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, never thought of it like that. So I don't know who owned the volleyball. Maybe uh, Tom. Tom didn't own the volleyball. No, I think like the usually that stuff, those iconic set it, pieces, it gets lost. Or like the costume person gets them, or somebody yeah. snags stuff, like the suit from Rockstar or whatever. Boom. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, so weird. we were talking to uh, Miles Miles Kennedy in New York, and I asked him, I said, I said, do you own the, the leather suit from Rockstar? And he told a great story. He goes, they offered, the one with Marky Wahlberg, anyways, uh, they offered to sell me the black suit, the leather suit. I'm like... He's like, I didn't even think about it. He goes, what the hell would I want that stupid thing for? Right, right. I'm like, I know, but you were in a movie with a major movie star. He goes, well, he goes, I didn't want to pay for it. He goes, I thought that was kind of an insult. And so he goes, I killed to have that suit. And now, who knows? Don't know where it is. Should have dropped the 600 bucks, dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he goes, he had fond memories of that. And uh, he wishes he would have grabbed it. But he probably could have if he would have thought about it. Just wore it right off the set. Hey, Larry, I'm going to go get a burger. Come back. <laughs> we'll do take three. Yeah. Man. So I don't know where the volleyball goes. Man, 308000 Are you worth 308000 I'm not. No. <laughs> no, a vo- I'm not even $308. A volleyball is literally worth more than you and me combined. Sad. It is sad. It's <laughs> stupid. People are stupid. Uh, I would hope that would go in some sort of Hollywood museum so other people can gaze at Wilson instead of just, it's weird to think about some person just hanging out. See how many volleyballs were made. See if there were several made. Like how many Wilsons? Yeah, I don't. Because you had to age them to make them look worn and weather worn. So I don't know if they made in makeup if they did five of them. I mean, look at what Tom Hanks went through physically. The volleyball had to age like Tom Hanks. It says 20 were created. Oh, really? Many were discarded because of errors. Oh, wow. So they, tr- oh, I'd love to see the errors of them painting a face on them. All right. All right. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Numerous versions of the prop existed for Wilson. 20 were created. Many were discarded because of errors in the finger painting. In the final scenes of the movie, one of the balls weighed down with weights in order to sink beneath the waves. Robert Miller, the property master, Ah. 
remembers the filming well. That was special. It aged the most. I don't think we did many takes of that scene. It was the end of his journey. Unfortunately, it appears the final Wilson didn't end up in a museum, memorabilia store, or an auction. Instead, that particular volleyball found its way to the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Or, at best, still floating around the Pacific Ocean somewhere. <laughs> That's cool. In the, in the giant trash uh, island. So... The, all right, let's see where this article It's bobbing up and down with an air conditioner in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I'm not sure when this was written. They didn't date it, and I hate that. Uh, it's snowing. Dude, this dude, says, dude, look. No. Put a Christmas song on. Hurry. Hurry. I'm, hurry. I'm working on it. Hurry up before it's over. <laughs> hurry up. It's. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Oh, my God. You're making me nervous. Capture the moment. Take... <sighs> All right, so... Take a snapshot, everybody. This says the ex-CEO of FedEx, Ken May, had the volleyball, and he bought it at auction for $18,500. Oh, nice return on I investment. I say. That's Jeez incredible. Louise. That is incredible. I love learning this stuff. They should have had an, a, a, an Academy Award for greatest inanimate sports object. That might be the... It's a strange category. It, Totally. Uh, would that be would that be the best? I'm trying to think of another movie that know, had I, an inanimate sports object. I am too. Uh, well, you could think of a, like like a famous actor holding a golf club, but nothing as personal as that. Yeah. I mean, no, because it was his only companion. It was right. Isolation. Right. There's not a guy that made a head out of a hockey puck in a movie as far as I know. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Rudy, maybe one of the footballs, but even mm-hmm. that is that has no comparison. Right, kind of non-special. Hello. Good morning. What is with that guy? What about the bat in the natural? Well, yeah, but I mean that's less to do with uh, yeah, I get it, I guess. I mean if, 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 if Robert Redford owned it and then sold it, maybe. See what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. Hello. What do you think they're going to go for? Oh, no. I knew somebody was going to say it. I didn't oh, know it would be oh, you. Oh, the gun. Oh, the rust <laughs> gun. Oh, man. Hey. Oh, no. And the other part, Mr. Danger, what if your wife unfortunately passed away in a plane crash yeah. like that or whatever? What two things would you change on the new chick? Oh, no. Um, let's see. I would, I would uh, make sure she's got a little bit more money. And uh, I would make sure... So no one in radio. <laughs> Not going to be dating anybody at work. Yep. I can promise you that. I love that he goes, I'll take the answer off the air. <laughs> wow, free country, dude. I got to tell you, though. And what a country. What a country. Don't come on here and project your needs and wants and frustrations. Says the guy. Because I set goals. Oh, my. And your goal was to hear a freaking Christmas song immediately. Let it snow. Oh, my. Oh, it is still snowing. I thought it stopped. That was nice. That was an enchanted moment, I have to say. You want to slow dance? No, I'm good. I'm married. Good morning. That's for you. He'd like to meet you in the parking lot. Of Ishnala. Uh, (laughs) Longest four hours of your life. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Roadhouse. <laughs>
is that? It's from Family Guy. Roadhouse. Uh, all right. So there's a Roadhouse remake in the works. How are you feeling? Mm. Are you do, are you feverish? Yeah, I'm not a. I wouldn't be a fan of that for obvious reasons. Why is, uh, well, that's, why is the tree good? Yeah. Why is the sunset good? Why are boobs good? I guess the biggest question is who plays Dalton. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, I don't see that at all. You don't like him? Mm-mm. Let's see. A little wimpy. Take it outside. Yes. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. <laughs> Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. <laughs> yeah, ask. Yeah, well, should have seen me after my colonoscopy. Oh, so he's in talks to take over Patrick Swayze's most iconic role. Oof. Uh, so the big question is, who will play Wade Garrett? Yep. That was uh, Sam uh, Kinison. Uh, Sam Elliott. That's right. Close. <laughs> Sam was 45 when he played. Wait, really? That balance. Oh, my God. He looked like he was 80. He still looks the exact same. Yeah, he really hasn't changed, has he? Yeah. I think when he turned 22, he took <clears> on that look and nothing's moved. Yeah. No, it happened when he was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if we are going to match the age... That Sam was when he played the bouncer, right? We need someone born in '76. So people that are in that oh, range. Oh wow! Uh, Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch, Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Farrell maybe. Uh, Ryan Hurst from Sons of Anarchy. Actually, I really like Colin Farrell. Uh, I do too. Uh, John Bernthal from The Walking Dead. How about John Wick? Be Keanu. Keanu would be about in the ballpark, wouldn't it? Keanu would fit that age and look. I just don't like anything about this remake. <laughs> it was so cheesy and perfect. I mean, if if you had to pick one movie from the eighties that was made in the eighties, what year was it? Wasn't it eighties? Late? I think I was in Kansas City when that came out. Eighty eight. Hold on. I'm if you could pick one movie from the eighties, eighty nine that represented so that represented the eighties. I know. I saw it in a theater in KC. You would pick Roadhouse. Would you? Super duper cheesy. One movie to represent the 80s. You wouldn't pick like 16 Candles or The Breakfast Well, you could say, you could say well, no, Jaws was 70s. Or uh, Die Hard. You could say Star Wars was what, 80? The Star War. The Star, Star Wars started in 70s, though. Yeah, I know, but wasn't... Jedi okay. was in like 81. One movie to represent the 80s. I don't know, Ferris Bueller? No. Sure, what? yeah, well... I mean, there's so yeah, many iconic even, movies. Uh, you can't even go there. And the, Ferris Bueller is a good call because remaking Roadhouse would be like remaking... Remaking Ferris Bueller. Right. Where do you start? Remember, you know, I went to the theater because I thought it was going to be good when they remade Point Break with Patrick Swayze, and it was an abomination. It was horrible. Right. I liked some of the people in it, but it was just... It sucked. Sorry, dude. I mean, they tried to incorporate a whole new storyline and use some of the character names with some of the old personality weird little conflicts they had but traits whatever but i hated it it was horrible i remember you being very disappointed on monday morning Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah but so point break sucked and that was a patrick swayze um yeah how do you remake first fuel what about caddyshack too caddyshack how do you remake caddyshack yeah how do you do that i mean It's going to be a whole new group of people seeing it, you know. I'm sure that 
the people Avery's age, they've never seen Roadhouse. Yeah, right. Shoot, I don't even know if I've seen the whole thing. Oh, I've seen it 5,000 <laughs> times. I know you have. I've seen it 5,000 times. But all the characters were not even that good. <laughs> they weren't even that great of actors. Like the bar scene where the initial brawl breaks out. Horrible actors in there. Horrible, well, the, but it didn't matter. The 80s was full of bad acting and bad segues yep. and effects. and and But that's part of the appeal of those movies. Yep. You know, it's the same reason people like B horror movies. It's I mean, cheesy fact. Roadhouse was just a, like a like a Roadhouse bar fight movie. I mean, there wasn't anything there wasn't anything that should have made it great except Patrick Swayze. He was on the rise. Uh, that was after uh, Dirty Dancing, right? And Dirty Dancing came first, didn't it? And it, well, and he, yeah, and Dirty Dancing. He, Dan- he did Dirty, Dirty Dancing, Dancing eighty-seven. Ghost, which were serious roles for him, and then Roadhouse was kind of the beginning. It's like, ooh, Patrick, Patty, what are you doing over there, buddy? He doing at Roadhouse. <laughs> then he played the trucker movie. Oh my god! And uh, then it kind of went the oh, Outsiders. Then it kind of went downhill. I forgot he was in the Outsiders. Yeah, he kind of peaked at uh, a Ghost, I think. Although I-, I think for what it is, Roadhouse is just awesome. It's a timestamp, and I don't think you can replace it. And you can if you want. Nobody's ever seen it. Nobody's going to care. It's like old guys like me. Stop playing remakes. Uh, remake. Roadhouse, yes or no? I'm going to take the poll. All right. I know you will. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, the other one is uh, Coming to America. Is oh, my God. 80s. Right. How do you re- sure you could even call that movie represent? How do you replace that movie? Well, apparently they just did Coming to America too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, they made. No, I, I haven't seen it yet. Right. But. I didn't see it either. I don't want to. But I, I, how do you? I guess you could call that a remake. I mean, it's well, clo- as close as it's going to get. Right. Without actually remaking it, apparently they they made it like a sequel thing. Right. That's exactly right. So and I guess they kept like a lot of the same characters. I mean, uh, Dumb and Dumber. I mean, they made Dumb and Dumber with the other actors. That bombed. And then they came back. Same with the uh, Ghostbusters. And that didn't go anywhere. Have you seen the new trailer for the new Ghostbusters? No. There's a new Ghostbuster coming out. Yeah, I saw it. It looks phenomenal. It does look good. Everybody's saying it it looks looks amazing. Going to pay tribute to the original, right? Not, not going to be a remake. I mean, it. you talk about an '80s timestamp, Roadhouse. That rich guy—I forget who played the rich guy that owned the town. He's his lackeys were driving around in a monster truck, right? The whole yeah, movie, America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what about Stripes? Like, like it was like Patrick Swayze co-starring a monster truck, right? That was the whole movie. All right, thanks. There's nothing wrong with us. All right. Hi, how's it going? Good morning. Classic 80s movies. Yeah. Princess Bride. Oh, my God. Great flick. They played and watched every Thanksgiving, like the Christmas story is over Christmas time. Yep. Excellent. And that one, I would hate it if they remade that movie. Hate it. (laughs) Exactly. Nobody can replace Andre the Giant. Oh, hell no, dude. Hell no. Have a good day. You too. Thanks, man. Uh, Breakfast Club. I, it just goes on and on. You can't. There's no point to it. Uncle I, I just, Bach, Major I, League. I, I hate that they that they uh, 
it's almost an an insult to the original of. What about E.T. remaking E.T.? Well, yeah, or Big, you know, with Tom. Oh Hanks. my God, that is one of my favorite movies I, of I, all time. I, I don't know if they were going to talk about Beverly Hills Cop, but I mean that that was beat to death by Eddie himself. Mm. You remember the one at the amusement park? Yeah, that was, that was unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made me cry. Eddie said, uh, nobody's going to remake this. I'm going to milk every piece, penny, and nickel. And then Shrek happened, and he just started cashing <laughs> the Disney checks. Hi, how's it going? Good. Classic movies? Go for it. Top Gun. Well, yeah, I mean, that new one is, I think, set for summer of next year. The uh, right. the, the new Tom Cruise. I'm pretty excited to see it, to be honest with you. I don't know. I think the first one you can't remake after Top Gun after the first one. Well, right. I mean, sure. Again, it's it's the time, it's the look, it's the it's it's the scenery. I mean, yeah, you that's that's, that's the part that makes it so perfect. Right. I mean, to try to recreate that. I don't need some dude with like some nose ring trying to play Tom Cruise. Get out of here with Why that. Do you, what do you got against nose rings? Yeah, dude? you're freaks, all of you. You're just little freaks. <laughs> no wonder you can't get a job. Right. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? I give the remake to Roadhouse a double thumbs down. I give you one word as to why. Why? Footloose. The Footloose. It bomb. Well, it didn't bomb, but it was not. It was an insult. They're iconic movies with iconic actors from the back yep. of the day. And they right. Give you can't remake them. Because, that, no. like, what made them so special was also, it's like, just, the time they, it came out. They and- feel so thin. It's just like I'm. Tr- I have to try to like you because I love the original so much. Right, right. I'm gonna have to it's come like in here. They can't come up with fresh ideas. Right. Anymore. You're gonna have to win me over completely with a movie I've been watching for 30 years. You that's can't. A, that's a tough hill, dude. Right. Yeah. That's a I tough agree. hill. All right. Thanks, bro. How about Predator? Predator. Uh, Top Gun Maverick comes out May 27th. Yeah. 2022 but let me remind you that tom cruise is a scientologist and uh all the money you spend on that movie goes to tom and uh he's active in enslaving clearly, people clearly you're not a uh, fan of the mission impossible series no remember i i know took a stand i'm a fan of tom cruise the actor i don't i don't care i like him i know i wish i could separate and i, I just know can't. i know you have a hard time with it but i don't care about that stuff it's the catholic guilt i mean i spend stuff. my money on stupid stuff you know whatever i spend my money on really ridiculous things but that's not the point i spent 40 bucks at uh devil's tower on uh alien socks yeah but but you doing that didn't contribute to families being separated. And How do I know who made the socks? Teenage women being what, imprisoned. What if Tom? Uh, what if Tom made the socks? I know he didn't. You don't know that. I do. I actually talk to the gift shop person from Devil's Tower regularly. Interesting. You know you were tight. Well, now you do. Makes me wonder where you were when my socks were made. That's right. It should make you wonder. Just think I, about it. Let it marinate. I totally can separate acting skills from <laughs> nut balls. I can't. I can't I do it with music either. I don't either. see his Scientology affecting his acting. Now, is he the actor he used to be? I don't know. Maybe not. He's changing. He's older, but he's close. I mean, he, he's not as nuts as Mel Gibson in the in the in the Nut House. I don't know. I'll debate that. I think they're equally. I don't know. Could be nutty. I don't care. I mean, it's the last good Tom Cruise movie I saw. It's the last good Tom Cruise movie. 
Have you ever seen one? Yeah, but uh, not, I mean, it's probably been over a decade. Yeah, the Mission Impossible. The Mummy, I thought, was okay. I didn't like that very American Made was great. It's about them running drugs up from the Contras during the Reagan era. I, that 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 docudrama on that guy. American yeah. Made, watch it. It's a great flick, dude. It's tough for me. I can't. I, it, Jerry it Maguire! Sucks enjoyment. Show me the money! You shoplifting the booty. No. Oh, oh, what was the no. line? Oh, I forgot the line. I can't believe it. Shoplift the pooty. Did you shoplift? Pooty tang, what a tie. No. Did you shoplift <laughs> the pooty? I'll tell you another great Tom Cruise movie, which I love, is called Night and Day with Cameron Diaz. Their chemistry is phenomenal on I screen. liked Vanilla Sky. Is on, is, watch Night and Day, you'll love it. Show me the money! <laughs> and you've never seen that? Jerry Maguire? One of the greatest movies. No. All right, you're dumb. I know. The firm. Anything else? Cocktail. I didn't shoplift the pooty. <laughs> you can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Take that ribeye to go. Uh, here's a cow that will not end up at Prem Meats. <laughs> and it's actually a steer, but what do journalists know about bovines? Uh, a cow in Brazil, a steer in Brazil, was set to be slaughtered. Uh, they escaped from a farm and went down a water slide and won its freedom. <laughs> What is freedom? So weird. Last Saturday in a town about 500 miles west of Rio, the cow wandered onto the grounds of a club that's right next door to the farm. Club has a swimming pool and it's got a big curved water slide. The cow climbed up a set of stairs to the top, which is the second part of the story that's bizarre. But then the cow went halfway down the slide <laughs> and it stopped <laughs> and just stood there for get, a while. They get stuck. There's video of it just standing there on the slide, <laughs> looking around. Uh, they ended up coaxing the cow down the slide and into the pool. It wasn't hurt. President of the club was like, dude, uh, the weight limit on that slide is 450. Oh, no. Uh, the thing was 700. Well, so in the Dells, they got to make it 650. Oh, for what? <laughs> for what, John? hate it when you call me on <laughs> uh, The farmer says the cow was supposed to head to a slaughterhouse soon, but won't. Now he's a local celebrity, and the people keep coming to see him. He'll get to live out the rest of his days as a pet instead of a ribeye. They even named him. His name is Tobolga, oh. which is the... But they'll never take <laughs> our freedom! <laughs> uh, it's the Portuguese word for slide. Oh, is this... Is that the picture of the thing on the slot, the, the the steer on the slide? <laughs> yeah. He's just standing there. And, you know, it's not, clearly, it's not an enclosed slide. Right. Like the Dell. It's so cute. It's open. He's got good balance. He's centered. He's doing a good job. I'm proud of him. Form is great. Uh, great form on the water slide. And uh, that is what in tarnation <laughs> made that cow what? Go up the stairs. Go up the stairs. 
and uh, go out on that slide. That is unbelievable. He thought it was a portal to freedom. <laughs> right, he knew. He's like, I'm going to go to a parallel universe where they don't eat cows. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Great story. All right. High five. Indeed. A Massachusetts family whose loved one's casket fell open as it was being lowered into a grave, causing the body to fall out, has sued the funeral home and cemetery, as you should. The family of Andrew Serrano, a resident of Lawrence, Mass., died in March 2019. Um, So they're saying that uh, there was negligence and reckless infliction of emotional distress. During the funeral, handed by the handled by the Perez Funeral Home, uh, one of the side straps on the city-owned casket lowering device broke, causing the casket to fall into the grave and break apart. Well, maybe you should have gone for the model that's a little higher up. Instead of the pine, you. <laughs> we got a do DIY pine kit for twelve dollars. I feel like yeah, yeah, it had to be a cheap casket, right? Uh, the corpse fell out of the casket in full view of the horrified family members who became physically distraught and hysterical. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can drink that one away. Uh, 50,000 damages is what they're seeking. And then uh, wasn't the body oozing liquid? Oh, no. Wasn't that in there? I saw that story yesterday. That's and I think when the body plopped out into the hole, uh, it, it, well, it's formaldehyde. Right. And I think it uh, popped, and and the, and the formaldehyde came out, like radiator the fluid. The story I have doesn't have anything about the radiator breaking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. That's awful. Was it a great big person or, or just mechanical they failure? were. Just mechanical failure. It, it doesn't say they were a great big person. It just says that. Uh, <sighs> oh, man. The strap broke what do you don't you check the straps before you start lowering i don't know i don't know if that would smell uh let me see no it ain't gonna smell the body fell out uh the family listing nine counts right negligence reckless infliction emotional distress that's a phrase that ambulance uh chasing lawyers use quite frequently the, the casket broke apart, fell out of the casket into the grave where it started oozing fluid. That should not be a thing. Uh, that funeral home needs to... The lawsuit said this was witnessed by horrified family members who became visibly distraught and hysterical. Well, yeah. Some family members leapt into the grave to help. Oh, my. That would not be me. The body was eventually brought back to the funeral home and was buried a few days later after filling it back up. Dude, so everybody had to take off another day of work? Damn. Like you'd be bitching about that. The lawsuit also named the city cemetery's board of trustees, directors. The family wants 50,000. And that'll barely cover the funeral costs. Yeah, and you still owe us (laughs) $40,000. Right, right. Yeah, I I don't know. that's that, uh, that's pretty extreme, extreme burials. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that would have topped that off is a monster truck jumping over the whole thing while the body was oozing. Can we do that? Well, some states you can. 
Don't ask. Just do it and ask for permission after. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I worth uh, yeah. well clearly you pay clearly you get your money back. Well, they better comp that funeral. Well, sure. You don't you got to give them their money back. And then they're like, "Here's a Perkins gift card." <laughs> hey, you guys like Arby's? <laughs> and then they give them a home a Walmart card that's already been used. See how that works? Post-trauma. Why do you have to yep. bring it up, dude? The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.